Have you ever felt like you're running on a hamster wheel and you don't ever get off? Like you're going and going, chasing this goal or big achievement and maybe unknowingly letting life pass you by? Are you constantly feeling frustrated by some unmet goal you've set for yourself? I know I'm feeling a little bit like this. I have been missing some goals and I could just relate to this idea, this lack of progress that I'm not making in some areas. I'm pretty hard on myself, I know that, but I'm also aware that if you focus too much on your goals or what goals or achievements you're not reaching, it really causes this unsettling feeling. Today, we are going to talk about how to have a healthier approach to this idea so we can enjoy life as we go after our goals. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next step so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I heard a wonderful quote that just resonated with me that I want to share, and it's by psychologist Robert Holden. It is this. Beware of destination addiction. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. In fact, he has this amazing TED Talk about this idea that was so insightful. I pulled so many thoughts from his talk, and it just made me really think about this in my own life. I'll share it in the show notes as I highly recommend it. If you've ever felt kind of behind in life, you're going to enjoy this 15-minute talk. So let's get into it. Sometimes we can get so hyper-focused on goals that we could miss the life that's right in front of us. We might have this constant results-oriented mentality where we can become consumed with the idea of working toward this goal or that goal, and so much so that it can become obsessive and result in so many problems we might not even see. We could be talking about any goal, your next promotion, or the next time you launch your course or coaching program, or maybe the next milestone in life, or the next time you want to go on vacation, whatever it may be. But how do you know if you're just super driven and focused or if you have a goal addiction, you ask? It's such an important distinction. So let's take some examples where you can see how it might be a problem. One example, you are driven by fear and a feeling of desperation, sometimes for no good reason. Another one, you always feel like you're never doing enough and you need to work harder. A third one, you might blame others or your situations for your lack of achievement, even failing to see the achievements you've made along the way. A fourth one, you are creating an identity around your accomplishments instead of your progress and idea that you're on a journey and it's a process. And a fifth one, you feel like you can't relax or if you relax, you're never going to reach your goals. All of these things can leave you feeling overwhelmed, anxious, tense, and frustrated and probably burned out. Definitely not good feelings, and we don't want them. I also want to add that sometimes you might not even realize you're like this. You might think this is totally normal to feel or act this way. And you might even have this unhealthy relationship with the fun goals. 
like the ones you create for yourself, like entering a sporting competition or writing a book or hitting a certain number in golf or score, or <laughs> however you say that. So instead of being so fixated on the goal and how you haven't reached it yet and failing to enjoy anything else in the process, start incorporating some healthy habits while you're in the process of moving toward that goal. I actually shared in the success episode a couple episodes ago, number 28, how sometimes we can only see the success of actually reaching the goal, but not in the process of getting to that goal. And I don't know if you heard that uh, episode, but I shared about, you know, people who want to climb a mountain as their goal, which definitely isn't me, but (laughs) it was the example of all of the training and all of the things that you have to do in preparation to climb that mountain and reach the top. And sometimes people are so fixated on actually reaching the top that they don't see all of the beautiful progress that they've made in the meantime. But before we get into some helpful ways to look at goals and achievement of those goals differently, I want to be clear. Having goals and the desire for achievement and success is good and necessary. It gives us something to work toward and have the progress we innately need as humans. It's super important. And finding this balance, if there is such a thing, is something you constantly have to work on because you want the achievement, so you work hard, but you might miss the present moment. Or, or then the opposite, if you really stop to enjoy the moment, you feel this guilt or it's difficult because you feel the, the pull to keep working on what you're really wanting to do. I have a silly example, but I think many of you can relate to it. And it's about birthday parties, especially ones you want to capture in photos and videos. So if you're, you're the parent, first you're busy, right? Getting the house cleaned and prepared and on all the party planning all of that, or even if it's at a different place. It's just all the details you have to think about. But what about the photos? Oh my gosh, I remember that if I was really good about taking the video and the photos of our girls' birthday parties, I feel like I missed the party. I feel like I I was kind of missing everything because I was too focused on getting this shot and getting that shot and capturing it on film. But then if I said, ah, forget the pictures, I just want to enjoy the day, that type of idea, I'd miss having those photos and videos later. Do you know what I mean? Of course you get someone to help you with the photos and videos, but I think you get the point. There's a constant pull in each direction. And of course, the balance is always hard to strive for. I have a few ways to share how we could have a healthier approach to this idea. So the first thing is to make sure you can see this. Showing yourself it might be a problem and commit to work on it. If you identify with any of the feelings or problems that we talked about on being too focused on the achievement of a goal, then that's the first clue. Knowing that you feel overwhelmed or that you're behind constantly, or if you're in this constant state of unhappiness, this isn't normal. Stop yourself in your tracks and readjust. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is take a day or two and listen to your choice of words. What are you saying a lot? What are you saying to yourself, to your friends? What are you saying on the phone or to your coworkers, even in emails? Are you saying things like, ah, I'm so overwhelmed or I'm so busy, I can't keep up or I'm so tired or oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed. What is the pattern? Do you see any patterns? And then can you match those words with your feelings? Are you intently listening to yourself? I can take the example of if you are trying to work on your online business, like so many people are doing right now, and with social media and all the algorithms, it really gets frustrating. 
with knowing what to do or knowing what to post. And if you say it's hard, it's going to be hard. But you could also start to say, I'm so excited about how much progress I'm making. Or instead of feeling frustrated, you could look at it, go, oh, this is so cool. Look how far I've come or look at all the new people I've been, you know, meeting along the way. It's such a different shift. Another example, what if you're, you know, a mom or dad and you just keep wishing away the days because you constantly are frustrated with your kids or maybe it's your job or maybe it's the house you live in and you can't wait until fill in the blank. I can't wait until these kids are old enough to drive, or I can't wait until we save up enough money to get out of this house, or I can't wait to get that promotion, then you'll be happy. It's always something that we're wishing something away to get to some goal, and then we're not happy in this moment. These words that we say to ourselves and to others are so powerful. And then what we're really doing is we're limiting the amount of joy that we can feel with the word choices we are using and internal thoughts that we're thinking too. We can learn so much from this exercise and see how we could flip things and change the words we're using. Maybe focus on the things that are going well, write about those in the email, or talk about those things with your friend on the phone. All of the things that are going well, what you're grateful for, what you're loving right now, such different words and so powerful. Okay, let's move on to number three. Along with listening to the words we speak, make sure you can identify the deeper layer of why you're doing this. So we've identified that we actually are doing this. We're listening to ourselves in a different way and starting to see some word choices that might contribute to the negative feelings we are having from feeling like we're never there or that we're behind, whatever the case. And then now we need to make sure we know where it's stemming from. Understanding this will only help us as we work to have a healthier approach to achieving our goals. This reminds me of the other morning I was listening to Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk, which is a really good book. And he was talking about the lessons he was learning early on about fear. And his teacher was asking all of them to identify what they were fearful of. And Jay said he didn't remember anything. And I'm probably going to mess up the story a little bit. I apologize, but I'll try to get the gist of it. I'll also link the book down below in case you want to get it and read it. But he goes on about this example of fear. He had to think about it a while. And then he finally figured out he had a big fear of tests and exams. And as he thought about it even more and peeled back the layers and peeled back more layers, he finally identified why he was fearful of exams. And it was because he didn't want his parents to be disappointed in him. He went on to say that this really helped him understand his fear. And that's what I mean here. Understanding why, why your drive to success or your drive to achieve your goals is causing you to feel overwhelmed or unhappy, maybe tense or burned out. Understanding why will then help you when you try to turn that around a bit and have a more positive approach with this idea. Okay, last one, number four. After we have done these things and we're committed to work on it, then we're going to need to form some new, healthier habits around goals. And don't get all anxious about the words form new habits, because I know some people are not fond of habits, but they're really important. And these are the things we need to start doing to help us form healthier relationships with our goals and our efforts for achievement. I have three things to share to give you an idea, but in this case, you really have to know yourself and what helps you the most. For example, when someone is stressed and anxious, a very effective tool for this is deep breathing. It activates the vagus nerve and it truly calms us down. 
Our physiology will change in a short amount of time with just deep breathing. Now, some people know this and still don't do it or don't want to do it, but maybe they would rather journal or write to calm themselves down, and that's effective for them. So that's what I mean. The main point is to try to change the way you are doing things. So here are a few things to try. Number one, write down what things you will do to enjoy your present situation. Sometimes we go and go and go and we're not enjoying what's right in front of us. So maybe we need to spend more time with our kids. Maybe we need to start taking a weekly class just for us. Or maybe that's spending time visiting your elderly aunt or uncle or visiting a close friend, these kind of things. And then number two, it sounds a little bit similar, but it's carving out time each week for a recharge. This might be time alone just for yourself to enjoy a simple afternoon doing nothing, which to me is beautiful, (laughs) or doing a hobby you once enjoyed, but just letting go and then being able to enjoy time to relax. That's really hard sometimes when you're so focused on goals. Or carve out time with someone in your life, maybe that's your spouse, your parents, and do something with them just for fun. I know this might sound silly to some of you, but for those of you who are really pushing and relating to this idea of addiction to achievement, it's sometimes one of those things that gets passed up. You feel bad for turning everything off and enjoying a movie with your spouse. Sometimes that's really hard. Or taking the entire day to do nothing but relax. (laughs) It can be a powerful reset no matter what you're working on. The third and last idea is to develop a tracking system that will be fun and encouraging. And this might be weekly or bi-weekly, but take time to reflect on reflect on your goals and how you are doing incorporating these new ways to approach them differently. How do you feel? Are you sticking to what you said you would? Or are you slipping back into your old ways? Take a self-inventory of how you're feeling and appreciate the progress you are making. But also feel good that you're not only working on your goals, but you're trying to have more balance about the achievement of those goals and being able to enjoy more of the life right in front of you. Before we wrap it up, I think the point is to stop and ask yourself this. How often am I able to enjoy what's right in front of me instead of constantly thinking about what I have to do or what I should be doing? Let's do a quick recap. We talked about how to know if we are just driven or actually have more of a goal addiction and what those problems might be. A few of them are, you're driven by fear and a feeling of desperation, sometimes for no good reason, or you always feel like you're never doing enough and you need to work harder, those kind of things. We also talked about the fact that having goals and the desire for achievement and success is good and necessary. It gives us something to work toward and we have the progress we innately need as humans. Then we discussed ways to develop a healthier approach to reaching our goals instead of being obsessive about them. Number one, the first thing to do is make sure you're seeing that it might be a problem and commit to work on it. Number two, take one or two days and listen to your choice of words. Number three, along with listening to the words you speak, Make sure you can identify the deeper layer of why you might be doing this. And number four, after we've done these things, we need to form some new healthier habits. And a couple ideas are to write things down that you're going to enjoy about your present situation or carve out time each week for a recharge and maybe develop a tracking system that will be fun and encouraging along the way. Obviously, you know what will work for you. 
Before I conclude, I want to share a great question and moment from Robert Holden's TED Talk that we talked about before, and it's this. He says, with destination addiction, you're always fast-forwarding. You're living your life fast, but are you living it well? The faster we chase happiness, the longer the chase seems to be. I loved that. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older that I'm resonating so much with Dr. Holden's words or that they are just spot on. But I do know that if we're not careful, life is just going to keep passing us by and we're not going to get it back. Let's remember, cherishing the moments is equally important in whatever we're working towards, no matter the goal. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.